Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got all of the audiobooks that you could ever want. So head over, check them out, pick something out. You are welcome. going on guys welcome back to jumbled your favorite podcast about nothing i'm zach and i am disappointed (laughs) you know who's more disappointed right now joe in three weeks when he listens to this podcast (laughs) he's always like at least three weeks behind always dude sometimes he sends texts about uh about an episode, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what he's referring to. It was so long ago, and I just don't retain anything that we talk about. Like the one he sent today? Yeah. I have uh, no idea what that meant. I think it was. I think I went on a bit of a rant about bananas and how people open them backwards because of that peel, and that if you watch a monkey, they open it from the bottom. Okay. Wait, what episode was that that he was referencing? Uh, the mom tattoo one i think oh I don't my know. god that was how far back was that that's a little ways away it was early august because wow classic hasn't come out yet hadn't <laughs> come out yet which we can get into but first why i'm disappointed because zach who's in the middle of a weight loss challenge <laughs> that's a loose definition i just i'm preparing to get my ass beat <laughs> mentally that's really all it is by the way <laughs> august 22nd that's when it came yeah. out. So I'm I'm almost a month ago. Yeah. Anyway, hey, t- yes, I'm eating a bowl of macaroni and cheese and drinking a Mountain Dew, a very large Mountain Dew. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so I, I have multiple multiple issues with the Mountain Dew. One, it's not diet. Yeah. Two, it's full of caffeine and it's 9 p.m. where you are, dude. I'm gonna be up anyway. I gotta I gotta edit this bitch. Well, three part of that is my fault, so I apologize. No, it's not. It's not your fault. We could have done this yesterday. You were available. I was available. Decided we I mutually did, agreed not yeah, to. Decided to do it tonight, and that's fine. And that is fine. So let's talk about WoW Classic. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, let's just let's just end this right now. <laughs> WoW Classic, go ahead. It's getting its fingers into me. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I actually haven't played it as much as I thought I would. Uh-huh. Mostly because the server that we signed up on um, was ended up being full. Mm-hmm. So queue times were on average three hours before you could get into the game. Jesus. Which was fucking miserable. Yeah. And then they, like, fixed some things, and then they opened up free character transfers but I was in California during the free character transfers. Mm-hmm. So all the characters, like all, everyone I'm playing with, transferred to a lower population server and got all their characters moved over. But I missed that window. Okay. So I had to restart. And the Dude, that's first, shitty. The first 20 levels are just grueling to me. And, oh, But I got a couple couple things here about this. Okay. I am absolutely terrified that a game that came out in 2004, 5, 
that I started playing at that time period, uh-huh. I am playing the exact same game. Yeah, 15 that's... years later, <laughs> and I'm still addicted to it. I haven't played WoW in probably four years. Okay. Five years. Wow. Man, it's crazy to think it's been almost five years since I've... Yeah. Four or five years now again since I stopped again. I relapse every five years. <laughs> well. But I and I can see it. I'm already starting to see it. Today, literally, was like, I don't need to go to the gym. Or Let's start this backtrack. Yesterday, I was like, I don't need to go to the gym. You competed. You trained on Monday. You need a rest. Like, you're chill. Just... You know, do your thing at home. Just, yeah. just, just chill at home. Um, so I just binged, ate, played WoW, and then watched movies to go to bed. But I played WoW, and I couldn't. Like I was like, okay, I need to go to bed. But I was just so stimulated from the game that I couldn't. So I had to watch some TV <laughs> to calm my brain. <laughs> and then today. I was like, ah, oh, you're tired. You got a headache. You're still sore. You don't need to go to the gym. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're in the back and, of your mind. Your brain's just like, give me on that. Give me on that. Wow. Yeah. Give me that. Well, yeah. And, my, and I'm like, just think of how nice it would be. The dogs were at daycare. They're going to be tired. You could just game all night. Just game. Just maybe get a bag of chips. Yeah. yeah. Maybe order a pizza, be a fat fuck. Yeah. Just live a little. Just game. Yeah, YOLO. Just, you know, everybody deserves a YOLO moment from time to time. Well, I was I was a real close to, to doing it. And then my coach texted me and said, yo, I need you to bring me some peanut butter. And, uh, and then I was like, fuck, I guess I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But then I didn't Damn. spar because I was legitimately tired and sure. I am legitimately sore and I need I had to pick up the dogs and I didn't want to keep you waiting. Oh, um, dude, it's yeah, that's yeah, well, it's totally fine. You didn't keep me waiting. You would you wouldn't have kept me waiting even if it was like, you know, nine o'clock my time, eight o'clock. Your that's time. fair. Um, you are pretty good that way. But one more one more thing on WoW. Just one little story about me mind fucking uh, take, my basement. Tenant. Take as much time on WoW as you want, dude. Okay. So our basement tenant, Cody. Yep, you've talked our, about Cody. Twenty-six-year-old yep. son. Yeah. Um, he is like he has been heavy into WoW for the same amount of time. He's played it more. I think he's played more of the expansions. He's been more committed. Um, I've been bugging him to play play my my character for me, level my character, so I don't have to. <laughs> and I I like like Cody. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. To, like I will pay you to play WoW. <laughs> That offer still stands, by the way. Um, he hasn't accepted. Wait, he hasn't accepted it. No, because he hates the first few levels as much as I do, and they're just miserable. And he wants to play his own character. Oh, okay. So I was bugging him for a while, trying to incentivize him, and then I just like didn't mention anything. And then for about four or five days, I was talking about like, man, I really want to get like Brazilian barbecue, um, because he he had mentioned. Uh-huh. That he was he was looking for a Brazilian barbecue place, uh, like a week ago or something. And then I was like, okay, how can I fuck with Cody? So for the last like four or five days, I've been talking about Brazilian barbecue with him. Like I need to go, I need to go. Like oh, I want to go. It's so good. Oh, I can like I have a gift card. Like just getting him like really amped up about uh-huh. it. 
yesterday i was like cody play play my account and this was like when he was kind of hungry like before he ate and i was like play my account he's like no i was like i'll pay you he's like i don't want to get paid it's not worth it i was like i'll buy you brazilian barbecue he's like really like yeah man get me a couple levels i'll buy you dinner i got a gift card just think about how good that all you can eat brazilian barbecue is gonna be and then he totally fucking played that's brilliant dude (laughs) that's brilliant uh, just uh, i'm such an asshole except he could probably hear me bragging about that so he might stop but <laughs> i just i just like played hard to get with him of like oh you do it right now he's like oh, i'll think about it now it's like a one-time offer cody one-time offer <laughs> one time off. all you can eat brazilian barbecue and now he's hooked so i got him to sign back on for two Ooh. two dinners two steak dinners one Brazilian barbecue, the other one to a steakhouse. So I, I feel like you're just, I don't know. I feel like I've never played WoW, so I can't really relate to the levels that you're speaking of. <clears throat> but it sort of seems like it would be more fulfilling for me to get those levels myself. No, no. That's not the case? No, because the real game starts when you hit level 60. So... Like, that's that's when all the fun, hard, and, like, the good content is. Okay. So, I'm just looking up the time that it takes. So, on average, it takes about 240 in-game hours to hit level 60. So you're going to you're going to incentivize Cody for 240 hours worth of gameplay to get you up to 60 so that you can have fun. Well, not even to 60, even if I just got to like 25, that's when the game like changes cuz then you can start doing dungeons and like raiding okay. like small like five-man groups, which I love to do. Right. But I hate standing in a field questing where it's like go kill 15 of these boars and you just standing in the field like die boar <laughs> and it's like all the same thing right like it's kill x amount of these things or the ones that really drive me nuts when it's like i'm making a boar stew and i need like eight boar eyes and you're like okay so you kill a boar and you loot it no boar eyes i'm like motherfucker i can see two eyes in your head right now <laughs> no boar eyes and you'll kill like five boars before you find an eye on that motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. It's just miserable. I mean, uh, I can get it. That's that sort of, <clears throat> I, if you like tedious though, like you like tedious, I think you'd get in. I, I like tedious to a point, but if it's all the same stuff over and over again, there's no variety. Like that's, Sort of why I it's, I stopped playing Assassin's Creed. I was gonna say it's basically 240 hours of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I love I love the storyline for Assassin's Creed, and I like. I mean, a little bit better than that, like not as brutally <laughs> sure, repetitive. Sure, but... but it's like if you want to do literally everything in a game of Assassin's Creed, you got to talk to the same merchant 42 times and do the same thing over and over again. You know, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's too repetitive. Like, and I'm the first one was a brilliant concept. I love the first one. Yeah, but the voice it was the same like four voice actors for everything. And yeah, it was just so painful. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and to be fair, I haven't played the newest Assassin's Creed, so I can't really comment on that. But Allie really likes them. She has said that they've gotten continuously better. Well, good. Uh, maybe I'll have to give it a shot. I heard the pirate one's the best one. Black Flag. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I don't have it for Xbox One. I have it for 360, but I don't play games on my 360 Lame. anymore. Yeah, I u- I only use my 360 for streaming. Oh really? Yeah. Why don't you use your Xbox One for streaming? Because my Xbox One is down here. Uh, by oh oh it's oh different different room different room yeah. That makes sense then. Okay. So, I forgive you. <laughs> well, we've been using the uh, the oh, we got a Roku uh, little Roku box. How do you like <clears throat> that thing? It's not it's not bad. Um, for a while there, I got used to not having a TV in my room. Um, Mm. and, and now we have a TV in the room and it's, uh, it's different. You, you end up staying up later, binge watching stuff. That's the number one rule. What's the number one rule? If you're having issues sleeping is to not have devices. I know. In your room. TV? Like, I watch it on my phone. Uh-huh. Like, last night when I couldn't sleep, I watched it on my phone. Right. And it, that even just, like, looking at your phone is really bad, and I know that. Right. But uh, I just needed something to distract me. And I like it on my phone because it's uncomfortable. So then I'm, I get to the point where I'm like, fuck this, and then I just, like, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of looking at the like, sideways screen. you're, like, on your back, and yeah. you're like, eh, and it's just not like good what i usually end up doing is i hold i hold my phone and i get like i find a really stupid long youtube video and i just hold it and then when my hand starts going loose and the screen starts tilting back on me and my eyes are drooping that's when i know i can turn it off you know Mm-hmm. yeah that's usually how it goes but i've had some weird insomnia kicks recently and it's not even like i'll be laying in bed too like trying to sleep you know and <clears throat> and it yeah, just... you you just drank a shitload of caffeine, which could take your body up to four hours to process. Hey, listen, dude, am I sleeping in? Or am I laying in bed right now? No, but <laughs> you're probably gonna want to be in bed in like two or three hours, and that's right when that caffeine's gonna hit, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, why can't I sleep?" You want to hear something? You want to hear something impressive, dude? Yeah, I have taken a five-hour energy. Okay? Those things make me jittery as fuck, okay? But then, hey, guess what? I lay down, and I'm able to fall asleep. And that's like... Yeah, that's like, you're able to fall asleep because that caffeine doesn't might not hit for up to four hours later is what I'm saying. Well, in the middle of the night, who gives a shit? Yeah, but th- that's not always the case, right? So if you're having issues falling asleep... I'm not saying it's not possible, I'm just saying it's not good. Dude, I know it's not good. I know nothing about what I'm doing is good. Okay? You're better than this, Zach. <laughs> oh, oh, Johnny, but I am not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, <clears throat> Johnny, I want to tell you a story. Oh, please. I love stories. Give it. So, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. <laughs> this past weekend, I think it was, yeah, it was Saturday. I was driving, right? I was out driving. It's another mm-hmm. one of my driving stories. And I get a call to pick up this lady named Marilyn, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's at uh, this local uh, Mexican restaurant place. So mm. I go to pick her up, 
and I pull up and there's this hunched over old fragile looking 85 90 year old woman and she's sitting on mm-hmm. she's sitting on the bench outside of the Mexican restaurant she she waves at me I confirm that's her she's got bags I put the bags in my trunk I help her out to the car like totally respectful get her in the car I'm driving her to her destination she's making small talk we get to talking about how I have kids she tells me she has a son of her own who is 60 years old by the way so that's how i'm gauging her age mm-hmm. i didn't ask that's what fair. i didn't ask what her age was but she had to be at least 80 years old if 75 i would say 75 to 85 yeah right somewhere in there and so she's like yeah he's a chiropractor i was like oh that's that's nice that's a nice uh career to to have and she's like yeah he has his own practice out in colorado but you know, I'm getting older and he said he's going to come out here and live with me and he's going to close his chiropractic business. I'm like, oh, well, that's very kind of him to offer to do that for you. And she's like, <clears throat> she's like, yeah, uh, but I told him if he moves out here, he can't bring his Mexican girlfriend. And suddenly, Marilyn, this angel... Okay, well, this angel of a say... woman. No, she said can't bring his Mexican girlfriend. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean he can't bring because... her because she's Mexican. She just might be trying to be descriptive for you in her story. No, no, she said because she doesn't speak a word of English, and she and he's always having to do in, in interpreting for her and. And, like, just, it's such a big inconvenience for her to be surrounded by people who speak a different language. Um, and so she went from being this this really sweet lady to just, I was just ready to kick her out of the car, you know? I wasn't, I wasn't uh, rude to her. Mm-hmm. I wasn't rude to her. I don't know what to tell you, Zach. You live in America. <laughs> I wasn't rude to her, you know? I feel like... I still, you know, I was taught to respect my elders. I still will respect my elders, even if they're completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So, that was my, uh, my racist old lady that I had to drive around. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining her sitting there, but just being like, he better not bring his Mexican girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was. Well, Is that how she said it? It was that was tone. Like, it was like uh, when she said Mexican, you could just feel Mexican, right? You could just feel but, the, the wait, hatred you said coming you, off of her. You said you were picking her up out of sight of a Mexican restaurant, right? Apparently, she liked the enchiladas, but she didn't want the enchiladas being <laughs> close in close proximity. You know, that's apparently all it was. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was. What did you? What star rating did you give her? You know what? I got her out of the car. I turned off the ride, and then I actually helped carry her bags in. So it was Lyft, and so when you stop the when you stop stop a ride with Lyft, it doesn't wait for you to rate it. They give you like three seconds or five seconds to rate, and then it goes oh. away, and it automatically gives the the rider a five star if you don't change it. So, I don't think, I mean... Did she tip you? I actually don't know if she tipped me. 
you know what? She's savvy enough to do it because she had her own profile picture inside of Lyft. You know, and that's uh, yeah. that's more than a lot of uh, a lot of elderly people. You should have just say. been like, build a wall. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I, I should have doubled down on it. Yeah, she would have given you a fat tip. <laughs> Maybe, dude. Maybe she. Uh, oh, she was a trip though. I think she was trying to move on pretty quickly because I think she sensed how uncomfortable I was. <laughs> you know, mm. like. I mean, lady, I don't know I mean, what maybe kind of vibes like you're picking day up. I mean, fiancé thing, and she doesn't trust her. And it's not that, like, not that it's because she doesn't speak English. It's because, like, she's using her son and is not, you know, trying to communicate with the rest of the family. I don't know. I'm making, I don't know. You're trying to she's justify just old, You're trying to justify I'm just saying, I just like to find the good in everyone. But Me the reality too. is you live in Kansas City, so she's probably just a racist old lady. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who ironically loves Mexican food. Yeah. Which I don't blame her because it is like high up there on like my list of preferred food. Yeah. Which is really shitty because Canada doesn't really have good Mexican food. No? No, man. Shitty, man. It's too cold up here for the good Mexicans. Yeah, they don't they don't want Good wanna... Mexican food doesn't exist. Do you think there's a there's a there's definitely a market for it though? I don't Do you I, think I, they I do you think, think they so? would make a killing up there if they my- I don't. There was there was one. It was in a less desirable part of uh, of Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fairly confident it was a drug front, mm. but I didn't care. I just went in there, bought my tacos, sure, some carne asada, and just chilled. Yeah, dude. Um, but it got magically shut down one day, and no, no, no known reason <laughs> to me, anyways. Yeah. Um, but and then we have like kind of hipster Mexican places. Mm. It's like taco bars but it's run by fat white dudes with beards sure who know flavor i don't want i don't want like i don't want your hipster flavor i right. want you want authentic i want, I want like a, like a mexican family i don't care if like who's cooking in that family making it for me like right. they're making it for their family that's right. what i want i want to be adopted by a mexican family <laughs> i want to live with them and i want to eat their food because it's fucking amazing Did you hear that mom <laughs> you gotta get closer when you say it I want to be adopted By a Mexican family That's what you need to say to your mom Right now Go ahead Well she'll listen to this Mom I don't actually want to be adopted I'm just saying I love their food What he's saying Not is dead. What he's saying is I'm translating What he's saying is He needs you to be uh, More Mexican like Is that what I'm understanding She can't though That's the thing and the, You need to I You just, need to learn How to How to cook Authentic Mexican food For John Because it's all Food it motivation won't, It won't be authentic I'm I tell you I'm a weird believer When it comes to food That it like It's made with Love And like a passion Yeah Like for example I make a sandwich Don't really care My mom makes me a sandwich It's the fucking Best sandwich in the world She's <laughs> You know, like yeah. there's just weird things like that that I have that I just think sometimes they're just better when someone makes them, and I just don't think you can match ethnicity that way. You know? Sure, sure. So you need like a you need like a 75 year old uh, Mexican grandma just stirring the refried beans. That's what you need. Yeah, I want like yeah, exactly. You need to have in grandma in the back dishing you up, whipping sandals at me. There you go, man. Dude, that is authentic. 
Holy shit. Exactly. That's the full experience. Yeah. That's what I want. God damn it. Now I want some Mexican food so bad. They bring the food out to you with a mariachi band. I mean, I like to eat in peace, but Do you? You you don't like you don't like a little bit of a just a little bit of music to set the mood. I mean, if you're one authentic, dude, it's a Kate, it's a party. All don't right? be racist no. saying that mariachi band is I, mandatory. I'm for not authentic. saying it's mandatory for authentic, but hey, it adds to the ambiance, dude. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So, Johnny, uh, what uh, you, you mentioned? You competed this past weekend. I did. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about it. How did how did it go? What was it? I think you previously talked about it, but as a recap for everybody who didn't listen the first time, uh, I had a freestyle grappling tournament, which is essentially jujitsu wrestling tournament mm-hmm. submission only. I competed at heavyweight, weighing a whopping 207 pounds. Ooh. Um, so I was actually the second smallest guy in my division. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a straight jiu-jitsu tournament. I competed last February and finished third, and I competed last weekend and finished third, though I did a lot better in my matches. Um, had some solid finishes. Yeah. Which felt real good. Um, but yeah, I had good stand up. I, I was a little bit nervous cause I didn't do as well in February as I'd wanted to. Um, so I really just focused the last, the last few months on like a couple aspects that I noticed from the last tournament. I was gassing really hard. So composure. Yeah. So just slowing down, breathing, being a little bit more relaxed, um, which is hard to do in a tournament cause it's, there's people and then there's someone you don't know and they are trying to choke you out right um so there's some nerves there and then i just wanted better wrestling um in the first tournament i was really looking for the counter attack um like the sprawl and then and then attacking from the sprawl um and it didn't work out for me Mm. um i think there's a few like there's some good wrestlers that showed up at the last tournament um and then i was just nervous and slow like no excuses i I got taken taken down numerous times, yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, but uh, so that was like my focus for this tournament was just to be a little bit more aggressive on my feet and to push the pace instead of ex- like letting it come to me. Um, and I had some really, really good takedowns. Arguably, the two like if there was a top three takedowns, I probably would have had number one and number two of the tournament. Wow. Um, the, the first one was against a guy who's more experienced than me. Um, but he was a bit smaller. He was the smallest guy in the weight, weight division. He signed up last minute and there was only one slot left in the heavyweight. So he competed, um, but really good guy. And, uh, he was kind of like, we were hand fighting up top and he collar tied me. So like grabbing the back of my neck basically, Mm -hmm. and was like kind of reefing me around and uh so i started like just practice peeling and and just feeling out what he was like what he's how he's reacting to what i'm doing and i think that was like one of the big things that i wasn't just linear like let's go right it was how are you responding what can i do to set up the takedown so then i noticed whenever he got the collar tie and i would i would pull it down like he was leading with his right foot Uh to base himself and i was like okay so i did it the first time saw that leg i was like okay interesting did it the second time saw that leg again i was like okay this Two's a good enough pattern. Right. We hand fight, hand fight. He gets the collar tie, and I peel it, 
and he's as soon as I peel, I just like I shoot in for the double leg, and uh, it was perfect because like he was leaned forward, had that leg planted, scoop him up, and I'd like turn the corner, pushing with my head like beautifully, yeah. and I just see like my coaches, my coaches like in the corner like just being like yes yes <laughs> like just so happy as i'm turning the corner i'm like oh i got this guy and i just like s- like sink my my arms together and just like pick him up and dump him um nice, it was dude. uh it was really good i had a couple like really good double legs and then a nice outside trip and then and then the two two shots that i failed actually i i like recovered into one into a submission um against the biggest guy in the division he was like 240 and just maybe not 240 he was big it's hard to tell he's between 220 and 240 but just like all muscle right shredded just a machine like i was just it was my second match against that guy i'm like god this guy's big like made me look small (laughs) right Um, i mean i am some i am smallish now like at 207 right but i was like god this guy is gonna just throw me around um so same thing push the pace got hooks went to set up a shot and uh he he ended up sprawling which was he had a good sprawl Mm -hmm. and then i recovered and kind of into guard and as he like came into my guard i just got a hook in and finished a a guillotine and it was like done really quick nice and i was just like oh my god i'm so happy that was done (laughs) (laughs) didn't yeah didn't have to go uh full distance with him there yeah i did not want to go the full distance with him Uh, but uh yeah so i focused on those two things and and I got the W's, and um, I actually was real close to tying, being in a tie for first place. So then having to do a bonus bonus fight for first. Mm. Um, but uh, a guy escaped a choke, and I was really bummed about it. Um, and then I ended up tying for third, mm. and then having to do a bonus fight. And <laughs> I felt I was kind of like a dick in this fight, but kind of not. Um, so. Uh, I was really tired. Like I just finished and then they like tally and they're like, all right, we like have a tie for third. So you got to fight again. They call us up and they're like, okay, we're going to do five minutes mission only. And then we go to like points basically to determine, which I hate points because it's, I always fight. Like I always think of it as like life or death. I, can I beat this person? Can I break this person? Not, can I hold, can I rotate through positions to get points on this person? right? Right. Um, so we're both pretty tired and I like walk up and like, as the ref's like, you know, doing this thing, I'm like, man, I'm like not opposed to just, just let's just hug it out for a solid five minutes. Let's just stand here, hug tenderly. We'll flip a coin for the medal, call it a day. And he kind of laughed and he was like, yeah, man, I'm real tired too. And I was like, all right, cool. And then the ref like goes, go basically. And, uh, he immediately grabs me and like, just, reefs on me like to snap me down yeah and i was like okay i guess we're doing this like right let's go um so we kind of like stand up hand fight a little bit and then i land a good i land a takedown on him and uh we have a little bit of a scramble and i get to side control and i can hear my coach being like relax 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 because i was like i was tired i just wanted to finish and i was just like working really hard right and like side control is like one of my preferred positions right so he's just i hear him hollering just like relax relax control home base relax relax and then i just like immediately stop and just like suck him into my body i put all my weight so i'm just like relaxing on him he can't move and i'm like i bet you wish you went for the hug now 
<laughs> Dick move, and then, bro. And then he kind of laughed and was like, "Yeah, fuck." <laughs> and then, uh, and then I choked him out. <laughs> oh god, I know what the name of this episode is gonna be. <laughs> bet you took the hug. I bet you wish you took the hug. Um, no, but hands like shout out to that guy. I can't remember his name. He had a pretty awesome name. Start with an H. Um, he was a really, really good competitor, you know, stand up guy, great sportsmanship. Like it was, we were pretty friendly, you know, uh, he almost choked me out actually in the round Robin phase. So, um, I was, I was like there to tap maybe like tapped shortly after the ref said time because I was like this, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not getting out like you know a tunnel like when you're i don't know if you've ever been choked out or like if you're getting like you know when you stand up too fast uh-huh. and you get that dizzy yeah, yeah. so you know how like your peripheral vision just kind of goes black and yeah. starts like yeah closing in yeah i was basically looking down the two like a toilet paper roll it's like wow when i was like no and i could hear my coach like posture and i'd like posture and I would like try and open up the choke because he had his legs around my neck. Uh-huh. And then I could hear, hear his coach being like, hip in. So then he'd hip in and pull me back forward. And he'd get it tighter. And then my coach would be like, posture. And then I'd fight and I'd pop back up. And it was like this just like back and forth. Yeah. And at the end there, I, I was like in my head, I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't posture. I'm like too fucking tired. Uh. And, then the re- and then the ref yelled time. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I do want to do a quick shout out for a book i know you're already probably already done the audible sponsor and i have not recorded a bit but you should check out thank you for my service written by matt best former army ranger co-founder of black rifle coffee um brilliant book pretty funny if you like some military humor and just humor in general and hearing funny life stories about someone who did you know spent think he did five tours as an army ranger and then did some contracting with the cia allegedly because it's been redacted yeah pretty funny that should be our book of the month okay so what was what was that again one more time thank you for my service written by matt best co-authored by ross patterson who was a book of a month um that i that i did um a little while back uh, it was at night she cries while he rides his steed, the first yeah, yeah, yeah. novel for dudes. I don't yeah. know if you gave that one a listen, but it's uh, it's definitely worthwhile. Um, he helped Matt finish and polish that book up. It's pretty cool. Talks a bit about his his. It's kind of like a an auto, almost an autobiography about who he was as a kid, um, yeah. as like kind of a a uh, a lanky teenager, emo teenager, in like a screamo band, and how then he he got into the military came from a military family and then how he pursued um becoming a ranger in special forces and then how he found himself after he got out of the military and then how he made his way to the cia and then how his business strategy basically and how black rifle has been so successful it was on new york times bestseller it's on a bunch of bestseller lists um so i would say give it a look that's my audible pitch for the week you can cut that out and use it for every episode for the rest of september i give you permission okay perfect so guys again that's going to be audibletrial.com slash jumbled to get your free audiobook again that's thank you for my service by matt best correct one t m-a-t best there you go that's going to be it guys 
I have not, uh, I've not passed out from being choked. <clears throat> I have made somebody pass out before from mm-hmm. choke, and uh, <laughs> I, I would prefer not you to. Said that so creepily, so I would prefer not to do that again. I felt like uh, I felt yeah. really bad about it. Uh, so. you, was it intentional? Well, it was. It was on. Uh, I don't know if you were there. It was at. Uh, we did like wrestling at house oh, meeting. Yeah. And I, oh yeah, I remember that. Who did you? Jordan. Jordan, that's right. Yeah, I. Yeah. Well, because he's stubborn. Oh, real stubborn. And so I, <laughs> I got him into the choke, which was in and of itself was impressive because I am not. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler, and I'm not a fighter at all. So. I, I got him in the choke, and then he, you're, he's, there's supposed to tap. Like, it's supposed to be a tap right there. There was no mm-hmm. tap, and then all of a sudden, I just hear, like, <laughs> that he was snoring. He was out. He was passed out. And and then I think he was even bleeding. But he, like, came to, and he was okay, and everything was fine. But I felt yeah. I felt like a piece of shit, you know? Like, that's not... It's never what I <laughs> what I want to do. It's never the end result that I want to, uh, to end up at. So... Kudos to you. I mean, that's for... partially on on Jordo. Yeah, sure, sure. But I don't think I'd feel good about doing it to even somebody. No, you never do. You never do. Honestly, like you don't. Even when you're competing, like I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't. Right. No, I know. At the end of the day, true. like we're not. This isn't a career for us. Like right. we're not competing as like a like a. This is my profession. We're just doing it for fun. Right. And like the nature of that tournament is very like, let's have fun and just, you know, be chill. Yeah. Which is why I love it. Like, it's good. I mean, there's great competitors that show up. Like, don't get me wrong. Really good competitors. But just like you, there's not really a, like a meathead mentality, which is what I like. I don't, I hate, I hate when you go to a gym and it's like, everyone's puffing their chest out and it's like, I'm better. I'm stronger. I'm faster, whatever. Right. Which is unfortunately really common with a lot of, like, jiu-jitsu or MMA gyms. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, this tournament is very chill. Actually, in one of the other divisions, there was a... I think he was, like, maybe 50, mm. 55-year-old man competing. And I think it was his first tournament. He did pretty good. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, I don't know. We're just... That tournament and I think the teams that go to it are like-minded and just don't really care about the dickheads you know sure sure so seeing how you've uh progressed from last year to this year what do you think are some things that you could improve upon to to get better for next year um i think really continuing to push my wrestling more i've been spending more time with um our coach, one of our coaches, who's a really good wrestler, mm-hmm. um, just working stand up. I had a lot of success there, so like I want to keep going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just con- continuing with um, composure, really, and relaxing. Um, I missed a couple of small details in some of my attacks, just from like rushing too fast or um, or just being too excited. Yeah, that basically what it comes down to is you get that position. Like as soon as I got side control, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like this is this is my like this is my bread and butter. I'm right. doing it. Yeah. And I just I got too amped up on that, hmm. um, and it, and it imp- impacted some of my defenses as well. Sure. Where I could have escaped better, um, 
but uh, I was just too focused on one aspect and mm. leaving other things behind. So little details. There wasn't anything that's like major where I need to le- learn a new move right. or anything like that. It's just, it's, you know, refinement. comfort. Yeah. Refine- yeah, comfort and refinement and just hammering the little details and, and going from there. I mean, I landed, I had three different submissions, so it wasn't, you know, I was diverse, sure. which is good. Sure. Uh, I also went back to some more basics this this tournament. I think that was a big thing because I was in February. I you know I was experimenting with a couple different styles, and they're you know less control based, which is probably a better fit for my style to be mm-hmm. a little bit more control based and um like fucking around with like rubber guard and stuff. And I had some good attacks from there, but then I, it wasn't like refined and so I, there were some escapes. Um, so this tournament, like, and still like, sh- like coach just constantly saying like, give me basics, give me basics. Cause I was like naturally going to some of those like sneakier or fancier things. And, but sure. I was, he was obviously seeing that I was either too tired to pull it off or I was missing a key detail. So then he, I would hear him yell like back to basics, give me this. And then I would just swim back inside, get, you know, get head and arm control back to basics. And it, I was successful. So I just, need to keep you know forcing that and not that i'm at a point where i don't want to learn new things sure i just those new things aren't at the level that i need them to be when i'm competing sure sure so okay Mm -hmm. so yes i'm so it's more about just getting just improving on what you're doing currently and making that the best version of what you can do there before you you move on to to try trying to learn new Mm -hmm. different things yeah exactly just polishing and you know setups Mm -hmm. um the mind game in jujitsu i think is a big piece and that's the importance of of slowing down um is to understand like what your opponent's trying to accomplish and how you can use that or how it can hinder you um whereas if you're too you know like a dog on a bone with with like i need to force this i'm going to push it push it push Mm -hmm. it you miss you miss a lot of that information Mm -hmm. um and often if if your opponent feels that then they use that to advantage so just you know relaxing and knowing when you need to be fast and strong and other times being more reserved so you can serve energy especially in this format of tournament because you know like my shortest turnaround from in between fights was like three minutes Mm. and my longest was like six or seven maybe okay and i mean it's they're five minute matches which people are like oh well you can go go rounds like mma people will like mma fighters will go five five minute rounds with you know a minute and a half in between right um but it's different because that's five rounds over the the entire fight in this you have five minutes to win a fight right so it's like five individual fights you have five minutes to figure out your opponent understand what you're going to do and then finish um whereas in an mma fight you have fighters who will play the volume over force game and you know throw a lot of light punches to get points slowly wear them down and then start turning it up you know in third or fourth round when you've pushed cardio this is just like balls out for five minutes and then you chill and if depending on how the bracket gets set up you either go again sometimes back to back that really sucks Mm. um so that becomes that like mind game of being calm and relaxed and conserving energy when you don't like not using it when you don't need it and that's just an experience factor so do you think there's a 
uh, an aspect of being comfortable that that oh, plays 100%. into that as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was, I was decently nervous this time because I was I was fairly nervous. I was definitely nervous the first like in February for the first tournament. Right. Because um, one, it was like the first competition that I've had since the car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a there's no, there's no pressure from my team, but my team typically does really good when they go to that tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but there was not like no outs like other pressure from my team. Everyone's like very like go with what you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know just the amount of extra effort coaches put into you when you they know you're competing and spending a little extra time, you know, a little bit more focused on you um, and just wanting to, them to see that that is, there's value in that, like that there's a return on that investment. Sure, yeah. So all the pressure I was feeling was like internal. Um, win or lose, like it didn't matter. Right. Like, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> right? Right. Like, it's not my job. I'm not like, sure. I'm going to go back to my wife and my dogs and <laughs> I'm going to go back to the gym and my coaches aren't going to be mad at me about it. Right. Like, it's not. Yeah. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to perform and then I was nervous when you're, when you're fighting someone like the adrenaline dump in the, in February, that's what happened. I just, I adrenaline dumped the first match and like, I was fucking cooked for the rest. I mean, still managed to squeak out a bronze, but it was not like pretty. Yeah. I didn't feel good about it. Um, so then coming into this tournament was, I had a bit of like, I wanted to redeem myself to myself. Um, and I wanted to show my coaches that I had progressed in the last, you know, five months, four months. Yeah. March, March April, May, June, July. Yeah. Six months. Um, and, uh, but I was more, I was definitely more calm. Um, I was listening to my corner better. Um, and, you know, relaxing, breathing, like focusing on breathing, breathing before a match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, meditated a little bit before, beforehand too. Yeah. Um, so I just got myself in a good headspace and went in and, and basically was like, remember your goals. Your goals are not to win. Your goals are to land some takedowns and be more calm. Right. And if you do those things, good things will happen. But just do those things. Don't think about right. the win. Think about the things you can control. Right. Um, so I and I as soon as I landed that first takedown in that first match, I ended up going on to lose that match actually um near the end of it um caught got caught in in a leg leg lock um had we both we had some good exchanges we had some both had some good sweeps i was in his guard and i was really pressuring trying to pass um i knew the time was running down a little bit low and i was trying to do go a little bit fancy and, and jump through his guard and land a choke um and he had caught me in the first time I almost got him with it, then we scrambled, recovered, went back. I'm like, okay, I, I need to make this adjustment. I went for the same attack, and he was ready for it. Uh. And uh, he set up a leg lock, and he sunk the leg lock. Um, was a heel hook, which are really dangerous because um, they are really easy to blow your blow your knee out like completely. Mm. Like there could be a career ender. Um, and in the safety um, meeting beforehand, they talk about heel hooks. Like if you have a heel hook. Like let it go. Like if you're if the guy's being stubborn, let it go. Um, right. If you're in a heel hook, tap early. Um, and I, we do a lot of heel hooks at my at my gym. Like some some gyms don't do them because of the danger. Right. But they don't do them until later, like much further in your jujitsu career. Um, but we do them a lot, so I'm pretty comfortable with them. 
I like I like using them. Fairly confident defending them, and so he, he sunk it. And immediately was like fuck. So I went to defense, and I escaped the the first attack. And then he like we rolled, and then he got it back in, and I felt it, and I was like, okay, this is de- this is more snug. Like it all this all happens really quick, right? right. But like in my head, I'm like fuck, this is more snug. But I have this leg. I'm pretty bendy. I've gotten out of this position, and but I was like, it's really tight. I'll just tap, and I just tapped like didn't feel necessarily any pain right you don't ne- always feel pain in the knee it's like one of those things where like i'm okay i'm okay and then boom i'm not okay right um i didn't want to deal with that it was the first match and i was kind of hard on myself after i was like oh, i probably could have fought through that like i i quit basically i think that's what bothered me was that i felt like i gave up right um carried on did you know won my next two matches like it was good um so like I recovered really well mm-hmm. and I, I, there was part of me that was like, Oh fuck, here we go. Like starting off with a loss. And I was like, no, like, what did you come here to do? You landed a fucking awesome, awesome takedown on this guy. Who's a bet, like is a more experienced wrestler than you. Like sure. you won, you did what you wanted to do. Like get out of your own head right? and went back into the next fight and, and did good. Um, so like that was a win for me too, to like that mental aspect to overcome that. Yeah. Um, but uh this sunday my fucking knee was real sore so good thing you tapped hindsight i was like you know what you made a good call because saturday even after you know like talking talking to my coaches about it and they're like yeah like you defended the first attack really well and you transitioned and like we could like we've seen you get out of that position before but if if it's if you can tell that it's tight it's not worth it right? right and at the end of the day like if, if there was like $20,000 on the line, I probably would have tried to get out of it. Sure. But it's, it's a picture and a medal, right? That's right. on the line. And it was, I was like, yeah, fuck it. And they're like, you made the right call. Like you, at the time you felt it was tight. You know, not to fuck with heel hooks. You made the right call. Right. But had I not, and say we, that match went to a draw, I probably would have got silver. Um, so then you start doing these like what if things. Sure. But then Sunday morning when I woke up and I was like, "Whoo, I need to ice this." <laughs> I was like, "All right, you made the right call. Get right. over it. Like, right. exactly. move on." Exactly. Bronze isn't looking so bad now. When you get no. to put it up next to your healthy knee, that's you compare it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So I had a uh, we had a good good team celebration. My other teammate um, he competed in his division uh one weight class lower than me which is why i didn't do the full cut right and uh he got silver i uh, awesome. was really proud of him so we had a pretty good good showing and then we went out for uh for lunch and i ordered like a pizza sub and a pizza poutine <laughs> and i ate like three pieces of pizza from some like we just ordered like some pizza for a few people and that's awesome <laughs> coach was like you earned it like get it yeah and i was like i want a steak and then my other coach is like you get a steak when you get you get first place and i was like fuck <laughs> damn so should have got out of that heel hook god damn it yeah fuck um so then i got home and i like i got more food i just ate <laughs> i weighed in saturday i shit you not i weighed in saturday 207 pounds uh-huh um monday morning after just binge eating all of saturday all of sunday i just i ate everything i didn't get mcdonald's which i was really surprised by yeah um but like i got like shawarma and i ate 
popcorn, an entire bag of chips, an entire large, like a family-sized bag of peanut butter M&M's. <laughs> like, just fucking going hog wild. Not, right. like, not super John hog wild, but, like, I was living it up. Right. Um, I weighed myself Monday morning, and I was 215. <laughs> oh, my God. Eight, eight pounds. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, just straight bloat. I ate, like, six bagels. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bagels just regular ones uh poppy seed or everything bagels i really like poppy seed um and then i just put cream cheese and i really like cream cheese and tomato slices but then ali bought locks so i was doing kind of like yeah. bagels cream cheese and locks yeah i was just i was just hammering these fucking bagels if i'm gonna eat a bagel i like a blueberry i gotta have the blueberry uh, oh really ba- yeah i like blueberry bagels with the with uh either just the just the cream cheese itself or yeah you know i double down on some some blueberry uh schmear Blue, double or blueberry eh? double blueberry it up man i have i have no problem with that mm. yeah i i really like uh everything bagel or poppy seed bagel or plain bagel cream cheese and tomato slices there you go it's i don't know why i i picked it up from a from a friend in high school i want to say was really into that yeah and uh, I thought it was ridiculous to get a sandwich. She was a vegetarian. And I was like, why would you get a sandwich and not get meat in it? Like, that just seems ridiculous. Come on. She's like, oh, just give it a try. Yeah. And then I ate it. and was like, all right, I'm kind of into this. Like, Right, yeah. I could see it. I really love cream cheese, though. Cream oh, I got cheesecake, too. <laughs> like, all these little things. I was like, forget. I think I'm good. And then uh, the 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 this waitress was like oh but do you want dessert and i was like "Ooh." is it just traditional cream cheese or the cheesecake i got it just plain cheesecake i no, no so strawberries I, I, what, or anything on it no not my jam man oh, okay. i'm not really a big fruit fan in desserts huh. or in salads i like fruit by yeah, itself fruit but... fruit no fruity salads are sort of weird oh i i asked her for carrot cake because that's my big weakness uh-huh and uh, she's like, no, we don't have carrot cake. And I was like, well, fuck. Do you have cheesecake? She's like, oh, yeah, I, got, I can get you cheesecake. I'm like, oh, my God, I want cheesecake. She's like, do you want chocolate, caramel, like strawberry? I'm like, no. She's like, do you want whipped cream? I'm like, no, I just want a big, plain chunk of fucking cheesecake. Right. <laughs> Graham cracker just looking, at, just looking at me like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm a sucker for, uh, I like pie. I love pies. Too. I'm more of a pie guy over cake. Yeah. If I'm getting cake, I like carrot cake and cheesecake. Yeah. But I'm not like a really big chocolate cake kind of guy. Yeah. I love pies though. I love pie. And I'll go for the the sort of I mean everybody likes an apple pie or a pecan pie or something like that. But Peca- I pecan pie is my jam. I well, I love it. I can and I can eat it all day long. But I prefer like a lemon meringue or a key lime pie, Ooh, something like that. I'm, see, I'm not I'm not into the, like the pudding pies. Um, I I really like strawberry rhubarb, mm-hmm. peach, apples like traditional. Like you can never go wrong with apples. Yeah, scoop of ice cream on top of it makes it really good. Yeah. Um. But if I was to if I could only pick one pie for the rest of my life pecan pie hands down yeah i like if i, could, I like a good pumpkin pie with uh i was just gonna say my number two cool is whip. pumpkin yeah some cool whip on it 
Number two is pumpkin, and then number three would probably be strawberry rhubarb. Not bad, dude. Not bad. It's you, good. It's a solid trio right there. Where you know? can I go at nine forty one at night to get a pie? Grocery oh, store. Man. I think they're twenty four hour grocery stores. So let's do it. Well, we could wrap it up, and you could make it. <laughs> All right. Because now I'm thinking pie. God damn it, Zach. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't to, have brought it up. I need to get my act together. <laughs> I'm gonna call you back but with it's a pie so in my good hand. Being dirty, it's just so good to uh, just, dude, yeah, just be like, "Yo, eat this whole bag of chips." Yeah, fuck it, dude. It's okay. An entire bag of Miss Vicky's. My mouth was burning. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I see no issue here. All right, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for coming back to all our new listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Please spread the word. If you're new or an old listener, uh, spread the word of the podcast. Let people know about us. Uh, We want to continue to grow this thing. Uh, We do appreciate it. If you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, that would be much appreciated. If you want to catch us on any social media, it's at Jumbled Podcast. If you want to send us any emails, it would be jumbledpodcast at gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. Johnny dot jumbled. Oh, you came up with this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to record just that part right there. And, uh, make a little jingle for my email. Yeah, I'm gonna get like some of those old timey, like uh, you know, remember when they used to use like uh, like just have some random women singing like ad spots mm-hmm. on on the old school radio. That's what I'm gonna get just for just for your email address. Love it. Um, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30 day trial and a free audiobook. head over to patreon.com slash jumbled pay $500 and get us an address please for the love of Christ and uh, you know what I've, I never thought I'd be asking to uh, for somebody to pay me to dress up like a woman more than I am but hey here I am uh, we hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> we, got, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode Oh, Johnny, last thing. Did you uh, you end up selling your car? Uh, I have a $5,000 deposit, so Ooh, it's looking... Looking good. Looking positive that it is sold. Daddy's buying a new motorcycle. There it is. Look forward to... Rap, rap, baby! <laughs> Look forward to getting an update on that next week, but we will uh, talk to you guys then uh, on another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about struggle snuggles struggle snuggles gotta love it we'll see you guys next week